0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome to this Foot Weekly podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and I'm joined by Foot Legend, Air Japes. We're going to be continuing our conversation with lead gameplay producer on EAFC 24, Sam Kovalev. As I stated in part one, which I'd recommend people go and listen to before this, as I stated on that podcast, he is a gameplay producer, so focused on that, not things like Ultimate Team. So we'll be talking about things like gameplay meta and frustrations a little bit later. And we're going to start with EA FC 24, though, specifically. There are lots of new mechanics, features, things for people to try. It will be quite overwhelming for the listeners when they pick up the game. So what would you recommend people try first, try and incorporate into their game early? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. That's tough because
1: I feel like the, my main advice would be to don't rush it. Mm. Don't try to use all of them uh, at once because they might be very uh, enticing, uh, interesting uh, to try out. Uh, but uh, if you if you try something uh, quickly and don't have the success with this and try another one with quickly and don't have success and then try the third one and you have a success, let's say, with the precision pass, and you don't didn't have the success with the effort dribble. Uh, it doesn't mean that uh, you know that you will not enjoy effort dribble mm. down the line because uh, maybe um, it's it's quite easy to get uh, super eager to try out everything and then choose just one thing because I feel like all of them are working uh, well and they gel together uh, one one with another uh, playstyles included. I agree with you there's there's a lot and I feel like just to take your time start one by one I would I would probably recommend take uh, maybe again you can uh, check the training center you can check the practice arena I feel like practice arena uh, being able to make like a custom scenarios put like uh, uh, free defenders here let let's let's say attacking players up here can uh, create uh, uh, a very um, friendly environment to to practice certain things mm. like including the precision pass, uh, controlled sprint, afro dribble, like all of that elements. And there's uh, maybe have a, a quick glance at them, uh, but then spend your time in uh, learning how exactly they work, what's the best uh, ways uh, and situations uh, to use them, and just slowly try to incorporate them in your like. Global arsenal of tools uh, to try it out. Even like on the floor, it's kind of funny. We we play the game constantly, like uh, every day, and uh, we we have like a mini tournaments uh, internally within the production and the complete design group. And we also found there is a common kind of theme. Uh, you you face an uh, a certain opponent. Uh, let's say I was facing Adrian, he's working on the dribbling. And every time I play uh, against him, he constantly reminds me of how good the effort dribble
0: is. (laughs) And
1: suddenly I'm like, you know what? Actually, yeah, I keep forgetting about this. Oh, I can do this. And then suddenly for the next couple of games, I'm starting to use the effort dribble more because it still kind of builds up this uh, uh, kind of the muscle memory and uh, like tendency to go for for certain things when I'm playing against Danilo and uh, his uh, uh, baby with the precision pass like he is a master of precision pass every time i'm seeing some of them i'm like wow
0: mm. i
1: didn't even knew like that is possible within the game and because now you are like in full, full control and like uh, some of those things uh, feel like alive like, uh, like like the Kevin de bruyne finding the passes because w- when you see Kevin de bruyne during the, one of those passes, you're like, "No, that's that, that's impossible." How how the ball goes goes like this, but the ball actually goes like this. And he has like incredible vision. Each time you you play, depending on the players, you might be inspired to to try certain things uh, out and uh, trying to say like, you know what? I'm seeing like people having success with the in this situation, and uh, maybe. It really comes with also with the Mm. playstyles. You'll see, like, oh, everyone has a success with this particular player, and they have like uh, intercept. So you know what? Oh, I feel like intercept is like really good. I need to uh, try to use it again. It might uh, be extremely useful for you in the way you're playing, but it might also be something else that might be important. So, this my advice would be like uh, take it slow, try one thing or another there's no need to rush and say like okay so uh, i played uh, i played the game for two days uh, my v- final verdict is like uh, precision pass is great going to use it uh, precision lob is great going to use it control sprint i don't know i tried it it didn't work for me ah, i don't know about this so i feel like all of them has a tremendous potential and we can see actually great results coming on from the close better uh, from the players especially who played a little bit more, and there is like differences between like day one and like day twenty uh, on the closed beta in the way how people perceive the game, and after they tr- have enough time to to try uh, everything, that uh, give uh, give a chance to all of the features. Don't rush it, and I'm pretty sure that uh, you will find everyone will find uh, uh, not just one, not just two, but multiple features play styles that will be particularly happy and excited about in
0: uh, FC24. Yeah. And uh, we'll certainly be discussing what mechanics to try early on on this podcast. So, you know, subscribe. Um, and uh, it's always something we enjoy chatting about in the early game. But, Japes, anything you want to ask that leads on from that?
2: Yeah. I, you know, when I think about, I guess, the vast amounts of data that you guys must have. And then on the other end, we're just observing and, you know, kind of listening to the community. And I feel like You know, for last year's game, Accelerate and Lengthy especially really shaped the meta um, for last year's game. So will Accelerate 2.0 make things feel, I don't don't know, I suppose a little bit more balanced in a sense?
1: I think, yes. Even like there were several uh, changes throughout the uh, last cycle um, helping with the tuning, the the explosive, lengthy, and the in-conjection. Uh, in between them, the what accelerate 2.0 brings us is something that we were unable to do in the past. It creates kind of the more granularity, more steps in between these, uh, so to speak, like acceleration archetypes. So we have the technical freedom and like ability to create like a, a longer grid and the steps in between. And I think this will make uh, this not only more balanced, but uh, more authentic and more representative of the football as it is because, yes, we were inspired by uh, the players like uh, Luka Modric, very nimble, quick on the first steps, versus uh, uh, strong, tall uh, defenders uh, like Van Dijk, Varane, who can, while chasing back, they have a very powerful, long strides and can really accelerate later. Uh, in the the overall, let's say, speed progression. But at the same time, it was just free of them. And because there's so uh, kind of many players, but then there's such a big range of the speeds, they have it just free, uh, created this more of the uh, noticeable difference at once, yes. But it also creates maybe a, a little bit gimmicky, unnecessary, uh, a mini game, even if. Let's be honest, there was a lot of, uh, of false uh, uh, understanding how the system works. There was lots of videos showing certain things, but that's not how it, the way it works. Uh, how, how, the, how they start uh, making the videos and compare uh, uh, between the players. Uh, but in the end, this creates a more natural progression uh, in between. But it also helps the, uh, because now it's uh, seven. Uh, on the uh, on the grid coming up from the control to mostly explosives like fully explosive, that there is more ways with the slight adjustments on the uh, player, which can come from the chemistry uh, styles in uh, Ultimate Team in particular, from the bonuses and uh, or development plans in Career Mode, uh, from the like skill tree in clubs that will change your uh, accelerate type, because l- last year you need like a, a bigger, a bigger boost, a bigger uh, change of the attributes in order to change. Uh, there was like in a sense what with, with limited options. Now because there is more dots, generally it means like there's a, a smaller difference in between those. When it comes to the math, you can go to the again to our deep dive uh, pitch notes. How exactly it's calculated, but there will be more ways to adjust a little bit and go uh, plus one uh, towards like more ex- explosive or plus one going towards like lengthy uh, in the lengthy direction. So it also adds more player agency in the sense of like making making choices and uh, adjusting.
0: Nice. That, that is a relief to hear. I think having been I don't know a little bit disappointed with how things went with lengthy, uh, but. I have to say, in the experiences I had with the game, the spread of those, as you're talking about, but also actually the changes to the restrictions as to which players can actually fit into those categories. And it being harder to reach both extremes, but also those extremes being more extreme, did seem to make a positive difference. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the development of that because the the concept is really good and it makes a lot of sense.
1: Oh, and the, the restrictions, like you like said, exactly. like the For example, Mbappe, it was possible for him to make it explosive. He was controlled. But then, when you think about him, he's he's explosive. Like yeah, he's yeah. Uh, that's him in the real life. But because of the uh, the having like three distinct uh, places on the grid, even from the let's say mat- mathematical point of view and the way how the like formulas, you you need to set up with certain rules. And it just happened that he was outside of the cut. So these seven things definitely helps us to be more authentic and like more fair in the representation of the players.
2: That's, that's great. And one thing that I did want to move us on to, I guess, is a, a broader question, um, I suppose largely about metas um, from Soviet Neil. And he says the number of, quote-unquote, competitive formations in the game was extremely small leading to lots of very repetitive slash frustrating games. What have you done to balance formations for EAFC so there is more variety? And similarly, have you tweaked the tactical settings so that direct passing won't be the default choice for the majority of players as this has become very dull to play against, he says.
1: This is definitely a great question but it's also one of the hardest questions to to answer because the whole term meta just represents something that is more popular it's more used by the players and often at times there is no equal sign saying that that's actually the most effective way to play or that's the most uh, advantageous uh, in a sense and we even like been tracking internally we constantly monitoring on the usage of uh, different tactics formation players u- using of the mechanics and we we actually have seen that yes certainly there is a certain trend when uh, uh, maybe the the higher the competitive level and divisions uh, in ultimate team in particular uh, going up the the higher the division maybe there is a uh, less of the spread of the the way how the game is played in terms of the set maybe of tactics, usage of uh, certain mechanics uh, in particular. But we also see, uh, surprisingly, that there is a very uh, wide uh, variety of kind of the game plans and the the usage uh, of the mechanics. Because at times, the tactics, uh, even if the tactics are identical, uh, between two players, their like uh, like a football uh, plan and the approach to the game can be completely different. It could be using uh, more of the uh, direct uh, uh, passing, uh, using like a strafe dribble, uh, or there's a small differences in the sense like how you actually will play. So the tactics. Do not uh, a lot of times do not define exactly how you play. So let's say if we're talking about the precision pass, precision pass might uh, completely change um, your preferred tactics in a way to play because maybe you want to create these uh, open spaces uh, down the wing. So then maybe you will not use the uh, direct passing and you would prefer it for players to drop and then uh, get in behind. So. In, in the end, that's why the uh, Close Better is such a great tool for us to have an early feedback uh, from the players, seeing uh, more practical usages because uh, internally we've seen uh, a success and very enticing uh, choices and combinations of both tactics and new mechanics used and the play styles that then can uh, create a completely different ways of uh, playing the game and uh, having success with the game. So I feel like definitely this combination uh, that will make a meta more uh, I wouldn't say balanced, because again, I wouldn't necessarily say that that was the most effective way uh, to play, but more diverse in terms of the, I can approach with this, I can approach with the uh, a different tactics combination of players uh, doing the uh, combination of different play styles, and I feel like that's why it will be even more important to like you know before the match to see the opponents, uh, what uh, type of players they are using. You immediately recognize, okay, so this play style, this play style plus, okay, I, I kind of understand the way how they uh, they they gonna play, and uh, that will create more and more like. Viable uh, uh, choices, uh, even competitively speaking. And it can make um, the games more and more kind of fun because uh, it will be different from uh, one game to another and uh, depending on the opponents. But then, regardless of what you do in any game, surely something will be more popular than the others on the meta. If you change from one thing to another, like it's just something else will sit up. So it's just a, uh, a natural evolution of uh, the game being uh, uh, competitive, especially at the higher division. I can t- totally say, like, the if you are in the like on uh, on the, the mid level, let's say, still it's a very good level because even like division five and four, you need to understand like uh, it's a you need to know the game, uh, enjoy it, and. Uh, Utilize lots of mechanics within the game on the level five. Even we can we can see it from the telemetry point of view and the data uh, analysis, there is a, a super versatile combination of uh, playstyles, tactics, uh, usage of mechanics. Uh, it it becomes more narrow the higher the division, but even there, uh, people have success uh, with uh, uh, different approaches. So with the playstyles, I'm definitely seeing this being. More creative in a sense uh, than uh, than ever before.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree with what you're saying that it's going to be, I think, more diverse the way people play in 24 compared to last year. But are you saying that, because I, I feel like a lot of listeners will be saying, What do you mean? Like, there's not a variety. I played 15 of my 20 matches against 5 4 1 in last year's game. Are you saying that that isn't the case, or are you just saying that actually? people could have been more effective with other tactics. They just tend to sort of follow the crowd. Because it felt like with the 5-4-1, there were actually specific things which made that so strong, which didn't necessarily get patched, which was that you could basically defend with 10 players in a way that wasn't possible with any other formation. So I guess what listeners are probably asking is, can we hold you to the fact that if there are certain tactics which really do have specific things which make them way stronger than others, that you're going to be... In there, patching it, I guess.
1: We definitely, when it comes to positioning, uh, and there's several like notes mentioned. Also, in our gameplay uh, deep dive, not everything. There is uh, lots and lots of the positioning changes this year. Uh, We took both of the when it comes to the way how uh, defenders work, zonal defense, the way how the pressure is applied uh, on on the players. Uh, the on the attacking, maybe some of the new uh, attacking runs, and the players trying to get the open space. So we we never stop improving the each area of the game, positioning including because it's such core to the uh, overall holistic feel uh, of the game. Sometimes it's just those changes are more hidden in the sense. It's uh, not surface. Uh, like uh, on-demand mechanic or uh, press of the button, something happened. But we constantly look at the at the tactics and the way how they used, and it's something uh, we see is actually given more advantage. We're looking into this and uh, improving the way the AI behaves, uh, the the way uh, positioning works uh, for the players on the pitch. And there's lots of like small changes. If if you're gonna play, even like in the in the past with the uh, with the certain formation that maybe were we'll used more often, the formation might be used, but then as I was saying, the the way how the players work might be still be completely different. In a sense, uh, we're looking into this, we're constantly monitoring and mm-hmm. uh, uh, we definitely put the objectives for us to create a more viable choices when it comes to approach under on this one, and uh, we also hope that uh, it will come with the uh, formations as well. But in the end, it's a it's a it's a combination of the things. So if you have like three things at the same time, the permutations, like formations, play styles, players used, mechanics used, that creates a different. Uh, different experience and uh, behavior for the players, and I feel like in the end it's uh, uh, it's uh, quite diverse. But uh, I feel uh, I hear the feedback. We 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 know about this, and it's we definitely uh, we're looking to to make sure that the things that we have in the game, players are using them. Uh, maybe not to the same uh, degree as the others, but they are using it and they having success with them.
0: Yeah, and here's a final maybe more philosophical point about uh, gameplay frustrations and we could probably do a whole podcast on this. There are big improvements, I think, behind the scenes that we haven't actually talked about. Things like changing the way that uh, player switching works or changing, I guess, the sensitivity of player switching, some of the settings around that, which are going to help people with those uh, frustrations. But I get the sense and you know, uh, there are always improvements that can be made, but that there will always be frustrations about gameplay just because naturally you have a game here which tries to mimic real football which is somewhat random can end up with odd situations occurring and that's partly why we love the game Um, but also in EAFC as it always has been in past games you will really only be able to control one player on the pitch and 10 of those players are controlled by the AI and it's the same for your opponent as well so do you think that these frustrations are, are kind of always going to be there? And um, What do you see as the steps to solving those frustrations? Because I think looking at what's coming and having played the game, hopefully precision passing and actually something which came in previously like player lock, they're going to help to make people feel like they have more control, I guess. I'm not sure what's there defensively, but certainly, I guess those player switching changes will help. But what do you see as the things you can do to solve those frustrations or to, to improve the game for the people who maybe do get frustrated by it at times?
1: To answer this question, in a simple way, we look at everything. and uh, Which means like we, we're constantly monitoring the our community feedback uh, to, to raise up frustrations towards the development team. But the development team also plays the games a lot. And we also feel and know about the frustrations uh, that happening uh, within the game and in a way it's a it's a natural byproduct of us uh, being passionate like you mentioned uh, the, being this as a as a sports game uh the that sometimes you're not in the absolute full control of everything it's not like a, a turn base that they can pause at any moment and change mm-hmm. the every everyone and micromanage who, where they go what they will do in the sense like it's also about creating like a fun experience. Uh, which uh, happen in fast. Uh, you play like recreate like the, the sports and the, the atmosphere, the feel of the competitive uh, games. I feel like that's that's why the, the sports are so popular uh, as a as a kind of activity uh, to watch, as activity to play because they it is a game. and It is a little bit unpredictable in the sense that there is a certain like element of chaos. Uh, But at the same time, there is definitely a skill uh, There is like fun involved. So all of that is just what makes a game a game. And in this case, game as a a global term. So when it comes to frustration points, we always look at very specific uh, points of frustration, uh, trying to narrow them down and say like, you know what, let's exactly fix this and like try to do this. So we always like, each year, while we focus on the big, big, big features and the new mechanics, we also uh, look at the specific, like a smaller uh, frustration points, and trying to improve uh, those situations. And uh, similar to like we discussed earlier uh, today, some of them can become under the radar. For example, one of them improvements you've seen, like on the uh, defensive side, uh, there was a change we did this year where uh, you know if the attacking players. He's like rushing uh, with the ball and like creates like a, a big, uh, maybe a little bit heavy touch, or a mini knock on, like going in forward. And your defender just suddenly gets the ball. You, you are not expecting this. Your defender starts to trap and get control of the ball. At the times uh, in the past, the uh, player would trap the ball and the attacking player would just bump into you and uh, get the get the ball back. Mm. Super frustrating because. Wait a second. Technically, uh, I did everything right for for the defender. It's just something accidentally I needed to to trap, and I trap it uh, right in front of me, and then the attacker uh, bumped into me, and it's uh, and then the physics uh, starts to uh, to play in. and uh, And sometimes it would result in a very clean outcome, but sometimes it would result that the attacking player will get the the ball back. So one of the changes we we add this here is on the when the defender in those situations would trap the ball, they will be able to when they trap into to kick the ball a little bit to the left or to the right to avoid the attacking player to get the uh, the the ball back right right away, or actually to 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 get in the like running lane exactly back at, at the ball. You know, to create this like suddenly 50-50 situations so to reward the defender because you as a defender, like even positioning on the defending side, is really hard uh, to do. So those kind of the small moments and like it was a frustration. and know, like for example, the tackle backs in general is is the uh, is a topic that uh, and you see, I'm not even afraid to say a tackle back because we know this. We are aware of this as a frustration point because sometimes it's also defending is, is hard. Defending is hard. You're always kind of the second, trying to understand what the attacking player is do. And uh, we constantly look at these certain cases, continually fixing and improving those uh, uh, frustration points. Uh, if uh, if I would come, let's say, more prepared for for for, for the podcast, if you are, I knew exactly like this question, I could like easily make like a fifty. Uh, on the spot, those frustration uh, moments that you see, like yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. we we will work on that. Even like I remember, like last year we did. Uh, you know, like when you do the the corner kick, you pass, and then you pass back, and your player is offside.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, player yeah, who
1: good. was taking the corner kicker, and was like, what? So so frustrating all this stuff. So now the the corner kick taker, it was even planted last year already. Like he does the pass and mm. runs back to stay on site so then you can. Uh, take the 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 pass back. It's a smaller frustration point, but uh, it actually uh, helps a lot. So the these frustration points, the small ones, is uh, it's actually like a bread and butter, and we work a lot on them because this is actually our kind of the day to day, in the sense that we're working on the new mechanics and obviously. Uh, new tuning balancing because, because of the, all the ecosystem changing, uh, in a sense, there was lots of work involved with play styles, uh, maybe bug fixing related to the new features, but it also working exactly on these kind of the frustration points, mm. small things, which is, it's a, in a sense, it is a bug, but it's also sometimes just a frustration point that why I cannot do this. It, 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 even the precision pass. At times, was created also to address some of the feedback that we had. Like, here, I want the ball here, obviously. Obviously, I want it here. But there's no way for me to, 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 to put it up here because I want the ball in exactly this spot. So it's kind of leading, but it's leading a little bit more because I'm thinking about not just where my player is, but also where the defender is. Mm-hmm. I want the ball exactly here. And like me not being able to do this because you feel like that's that's just smart. It's uh, it, it's just the way how you see uh, football is played, and you saying, like, I want this. Like I getting frustrated that the game doesn't understand uh, what I want to do, but it's hard for the game to predict what exactly you want to do because in the exactly same situation, you will show the video for to four different people and say like, "Oh, I want the ball here, I want the ball here, I want the ball here." I want the here. Like there will be like four different answers. Yeah. So like precision passes like helping with these frustration points and like you know what now I can point a little bit to the right, I can like uh, change the like the pace and the the control of the uh, when when my uh, uh, teammate uh, is working, but but because like you said you. You control at a specific moment of one player, so that the the precision pass is able to influence your teammate towards like where the uh, the pass uh, will go and um, how to how to shift the dynamic of the uh, attacking transposition. So I feel like the precision points, in a sense, is uh, represent a huge amount of uh, uh, our work because we feel them. Mm-hmm. We feel them day and day, we play, and uh, obviously some of the frustration points are easier to solve. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them are harder to solve, uh, but uh, we, we never stop uh, working on them and we are very honest with within ourselves. The, uh, there's many more things we, we want to improve mm-hmm. and we will continue to improve uh, year on year. And uh, it's not only coming with just making like new features or new mechanics, uh, because what's the point of making a, a new mechanic if you cannot make the uh, uh, fix the frustration point? Mm. Similar ways, like think about the control sprint. Control sprint is such a great addition that make it simple uh, and it fix the frustration point of like, oh, I want to be like messy. Yeah, the I'm kind of fast on the ball. But still, the ball is kind of needs to be close to me because we know like uh, many people uh, love to be nimble on the ball, still have the control, getting it uh, still close. Because if it's close to you, it means it's responsive, it means you can quickly make decisions at any time because anything can change uh, in a blink of the eye. And uh, surely, we had the uh, Alex sprint in the past, but it was more harder to control. But it's basically every time you're either running or then you just stop because, yeah, I need the ball close to me. Otherwise, there's too high of a chance for me to to have like a heavy touch and the ball goes right away. So there was always like, I'm running, running, running. Okay, now I'm not running. Now I need to stop. So it's like kind of forcing you in a certain way. And it was creating the... Both combination of uh, a frustration point and an opportunity. Mm. We actually have a design space to create like in between speed, but also keep the ball close because there's lots of uh, frustration points. Was like, yeah, I I am fast, but why when I'm uh, semi fast, why the ball is always like so far away uh, from my player? Like Mm -hmm. I, I still want to feel in control nimble, agile, fast uh, with the ball. Because sometimes fast with the ball doesn't mean like a speed. It's more (laughs) about how quickly I lead the cadence of the touches. So all of them are coming up from the frustration points and the like design opportunities. Yeah.
0: Uh, So that's really good to hear. And it sounds like you've committed to a podcast where we go through 50 frustrations. So um, uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Talking of, we've probably uh, taken up enough of your time and uh, we greatly appreciate it. It's been really interesting to hear all your thoughts on what's coming to EAFC and I guess more general questions about the game. Um, So yeah, Sam Kovalev, lead gameplay producer. Uh, Thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us. Thank you for having me.
1: You just can call me Sam K. Everyone calls me Sam K because uh, <laughs> we have, uh, to be honest, we have too many Sam's uh, yeah. uh, on our team. Not on our team, like, but NFC in general. Yeah. But uh, great uh, to be part of this. We, we definitely could make like m- micro fixes. We did mm. because the, none of them are like big marketable things. But when you plan, like, you're like, oh, you know what? That's actually super helpful that uh, now... This is ha- this is happening
0: because it was yeah. uh, happened to me uh, a lot of times. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, you're right about that. I think yeah, these little things do go under the radar. I like the corner one It's a good point actually that you made. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, Sam. And uh, I guess we will look forward to hearing the listeners' thoughts when they get their hands on the game. Very much looking forward to that. And finally, of course, thank you very much to Japes as well for joining us on this podcast, asking some interesting questions. Uh, always good to have you on these podcasts.
2: Pleasure, Ben. Very much enjoyed it. Uh, More to come.
0: Uh, Very well put because there is more to come from the Foot Weekly podcast. You can catch the pod via the various different podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, really wherever you get your podcasts from. And also on YouTube. If you are catching this on YouTube, then leave a like, drop a comment. It definitely does help out. And if you'd like more from the Foot Weekly podcast, then you could become a supporter and get double the podcast content every single week, a whole extra episode. It's just three pounds a month and it's quick and easy to sign up. Just search Support Foot Weekly or follow the link in the description of this podcast if you are already supporting. A huge thank you for keeping the podcast going and a big thank you too to those Icon patrons. Dave B, Hugh J, Coach Fass, DJ FIFA Player, Alan G, Alistair, Anthony R, Dominic P, Rob P, Jeff B, Stephen F, Tom B, Damon H, David S, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Neil P, Adam G, Kirky87, Dan W, Waterman, N Hagman, Harry A, Jake G, Roger D, Springford, Elec, Bracco, Nishant, Harry P, Alex M, Lee A, Brendan W, Andrew C, Joe W, Timothy J, Dylan, J Kel, Ibis24, Adam R, Sam K, Graham W, Andy, Ads H2K, and Brian V. Plus, a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foote for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.